What's up and welcome to the CCE podcast. This is Jacob. I'm here with Sawyer. What's going on, man? How's it going? It is going good. It is a good night to talk about football. I'm excited to uh, tell everybody what we got on the schedule tonight. It's going to be a good one. Uh, do you want to give a little sneak preview of what we're going to be doing on this episode before we dive in with our question of the day? Yeah, I'm going to give a sneak preview, but I'm also going to give it away. We're going to be ranking tight ends. Hmm. You want to tell the people how we're going to rank tight ends? We're going to put them in a tier list mm. from S to F. I feel like all the time, like I hear people doing just the generic, like top 10 tight ends. And so I'm not going to lie. I reached out to Sawyer this week and I was like, man, we need to do a top 10 list. And Sawyer was like, no, we're going to do that better. We're going to do tiers and we're going to do it live. And so yeah. I'm super excited. I don't think I've actually heard this on a podcast. We're going to break down a ton of guys. And so Bear with us. It's going to be a good time. Like Sawyer said, we're starting with tight ends. We're going to do this for each position group on offense, um, the skill positions. So it's going to be a good time. But before we dive into that, um, fantasy season is right around the corner. We had preseason football last week, cross state lines just to, to watch the Hall of Fame game together, even though it was ugly. But, you know, it's a Hall of Fame game. But, man, thinking about fantasy football, I feel like everybody's got, like, one guy who is just sentimental like when you think back to all the years of playing fantasy football, like that's your guy. Does anybody come to mind for you? Well, until this last season, there was one guy that I had basically no matter what. Um, he was good. He wasn't great, but I don't know why, but I always felt like I had to have him on my team. It was different last year because we did Dynasty and I didn't view him as valuable here and I didn't want to give up the assets for him. And that is Tyler Lockett. I feel like wow. I've always had him on my team, and I don't know. He, he's just been my guy for a long time. So, Man, I like that. That is not what I expected. I feel like Lockett is definitely a guy who just absolutely goes off and wins you a week. And so yeah. that could definitely get you some uh, sentimental value, some emotional attachment. But, no, I don't think I knew that would have been your guy. I like mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a tough question. I feel like we're going to be talking about tight ends today. So, like, that's where my mind immediately goes. But I'm not going to go there. Um, you know I'm a running back, man. And so if I had to go, like, recently, man, Saquon's rookie year won me so many leagues. And I feel like I've still been holding on to that, even though the last couple of years have been rough. Um, but, man, before Saquon, like, Antonio Brown and his prime, Oh, yeah. There was nothing like it. Like, just consistency like crazy. I mean, such a stud. Um, I feel like I had him in a bunch of leagues. And then uh, Gronk used to be one that I had on my team all the time. But, yeah, it's a fun thing to think about. I know we're super pumped for the fantasy season roll around, and it is coming quick. But, it is. man, any, like, recent news before we get into the tier? I know we talked about the Hall of Fame game just a little bit. What was your uh, what was your biggest takeaways from the Hall of Fame game? That prime football. I mean, it was pretty miserable to watch. Um, I mean, yeah, it was football, so that's cool. But there was like nothing that was really fun about it. Zeus looked good. Zeus did look good. I mean, obviously, like you didn't have everybody playing, so you're not going to get everything. But I don't know. It just didn't. It didn't hit for me. Yeah. I feel like it's how it is every year. Like, it's the first time we have football. And so, of course, we're going to watch it and we're going to get all into it. But 
it's never like a big deal as far as the season actually goes. Like you don't have a lot of starters playing. It's usually a little disappointing. Just a ton yeah. of fumbles, ton of injuries. But yeah, Zeus looked good. I really enjoyed that. Um, man, Trayvon Walker is a beast. Just yeah. an absolute monster. Can't wait to see him. I was one that was kind of like not hating, but thought he was a little overrated. Um, but after that game, obviously he's not going against the the uh, tier one guys. But it was fun to watch. I think the Raiders did some cool stuff, but they're like blocking schemes, kind of setting up screen passes. I think Josh McDaniel is really going to have some interesting things that he's bringing from that Patriots offense. And so I'm excited to see what that looks like. But the good news is, even though it was an ugly game, we have football every single weekend from now until like mid-February. Yes, and we so do. that's what I needed to hear. That got me very excited thinking about that. But yeah, so we had the Hall of Fame game, man. Any other uh, news, recent events that you wanted to break down before we get into it? Well, I feel like we have to talk about finally getting Deshaun Watson's suspension time. Maybe. Well, yeah, maybe. It's crazy. NFL NFL is appealing it. It's such a mess. And if you guys don't know, I was curious. I don't even know what that looked like. And so I did a little research. Apparently... The NFL appear, appeals it, and so Goodell is appealing to the NFL. And so basically, they decide to appeal it, and then they decide what it's actually going to be. And so I so think that's supposed to be like... It's up? up to the NFL, it's basically... Yeah, it makes no sense. Like, they make an appeal to the NFL themselves. And so essentially, I'm sure they, they like, make a representative, and they, co- like, coordinate with some other people in the league. But, yeah, like, Goodell basically just assigns someone to give the sentence and so I heard a lot of people were pushing yeah. for a year. Obviously, like the players' association is going to like fight that. Um, but after that, like they say it, and apparently, then they can appeal it to like the actual like Supreme Court type deal. Um, I don't know exactly how that works. I think Zeke Elliott did that back in the day, and like apparently, if that goes through, then Deshaun would be able to open the season, like hmm. on in the lineup because it would push back the court date. Um, and so I'm not really sure if that's going to happen. I don't think it's actually going to be a year suspension, regardless of whether you think he deserves it. Um, we're pretty open that I think he's just a creep and a scumbag overall. But he's a heck of a quarterback. And so I know the Browns are wanting to uh, see some return on that investment they made. So we'll see. Until then, Jacoby, uh, Brissett, sorry, Jacoby Brissett is going to be leading that team. Whatever, however you say his name. Um former Miami Dolphin quarterback. So we'll see how that goes. Indianapolis Colts. Yeah, man, he's been all over the place, just stepping in for aged quarterbacks and young quarterbacks and all the above. But I remember when he stepped in for Brady, I thought he might actually be pretty decent. I think he is decent, man. Like, I think – I don't really see – I think he's a little more – I mean, we'll talk about this when we break down uh, quarterbacks from the tier list, but – I think he's better than people give him credit for. I mean, like, the Dolphins were – the offense offense didn't look terrible last year when he was running that. I mean, when yeah. he stepped in for Phillip Rivers uh, back in the day, like, I feel like he ran it decently well. Again, I mean, no one's ever tried to, like, build an offense around Jacoby Brissett. So, I don't know how much we can actually go off that. He really just steps into other people's schemes. But I think he's serviceable. I mean, I think he's definitely a top 32 quarterback. I think he deserves the job. Um, but, he's again, he's, he's going to be more of, like, a – a little below average kind of guy. But yeah. anyway, yeah. What are your thoughts on the Deshaun case, man? Or the, I mean, the verdict, I guess. I 
definitely feel like if he is guilty, he needs to be punished. Like as serious as he could be. Um, it's a hot take. But, but at the same time, <laughs> yeah, I know. But at the same time, like I don't know for sure that he is. But judging by the circumstances, I'm gonna I'm gonna lean towards yes on that. Um, I don't I don't think he should play until this whole mess is either completely by him or he gets cleared for it. Yeah, like, I yeah, don't, I don't know. I mean, like the field at all is what I think. I mean, yeah, I've heard that an indefinite suspension is what some people want. I think I don't know how that would actually happen. I mean, obviously, if you kind of dive into some of the details, some people are saying that they're trying to basically say that the last year that he hasn't played is like a retroactive suspension. Whatever. Um, I don't think it's actually the case. He's making money. But anyway, we'll see what happens hopefully this week. We'll see um, exactly how that unfolds. I'm still thinking he's going to play for most of the season. Um, If you're a fantasy gamer, like he's probably going to be out six to eight games still. Um, But we'll see, man. I mean, when he's on the field, in my opinion, he's a top five quarterback, regardless of what you think about him. He was a monster on a terrible Texans offense. And so, man, with the weapons they've got in Cleveland, that's dangerous. But neither here nor there. Anything else you want to dive into? I feel like we've had a lot go on since we've been on last. Lots of training camp buzz. Whatever you think about that. Lots of uh, contracts being signed. Steelers brought back Mm -hmm. Deontay, two-year extension. That is not something that I really expected. Um, Anything else kind of strike your eye with all this training camp bus? Nothing that I really want to get into because it will take too much time. I feel like we need to have an episode where we just talk training camp. Yeah, I feel like give it a little bit. Let some uh, all the rumors come out. Yeah. And then we can just spread a bunch of fake news. But yeah, sounds good to me. Let's uh, let's put it on the calendar. We'll do it. Well, man, let's uh, let's dive into these tight ends. I am really excited to do this. I, you know, tight end is one of my favorite positions. Um, just think it through, man, everything they can do at the tight end position, the flexibility that you've got really to just work them into your offense, whether that's man, put them on the offense, uh, offensive, like get them involved in the passing game, um, really work them into your blocking schemes, even like, I mean, line them up in the backfield and some offenses. I just really love the tight end position. I think it's probably one of the toughest positions in the NFL. Um, because, again, you've got to be able to make those offensive plays. You've also got to be able to block. Um, so, obviously, a ton of uh, intelligence, a ton of uh, just athleticism overall is needed there. And so, mm-hmm. we're going to break them down. Um, as we were kind of talking before the pod started, we wanted to say um, this is not strictly from a fantasy perspective. We just want to break down who are the best tight ends that we feel like at this moment for the 22-23 season. Obviously, again, we love fantasy football. Some of that's going to bleed over. We'll talk a little bit about their um, upside in fantasy, I'm sure. But, again, for the sake of the conversation, we're just breaking down who's the best right now, not really looking towards the future, really just looking towards this season. Um, Saul, anything you wanted to kind of point into before we start? I think you pretty much covered it out. I'm ready to get going, man. Sweet. Let's do it. Um, And, again, we're going to do this live. We have a list of players that we want to talk about, but we have not tiered them yet. And so, yeah, we're going to put it together. After we put them together, I know it might be a little hard to follow on the podcast. We're going to break down all these names, and then later we'll post these on social so you guys can uh, look at the tiers, see what you think, tell us what you agree with, what you dislike, and we will talk about it in the comments. But, Saul, man, kick us off. Nominate us a tight end. 
I say we start off not in S tier. Let's let's keep it tame. I think we need to start off with a random one. This is one I love. Let's talk about Albert O to start it off. Mm. This uh, low-key might be a tough one to place. I know. From the very beginning. He's getting give a little fight from training. Yeah, camp. give us a little preview. I mean, absolute freak out of Missouri. We drafted him with Drew Locke. You know, we wanted that to be a thing. Obviously, it didn't work out. But we have a much better quarterback situation now. Um, I think it could be really good for him. No offense, no longer there. But we did draft another tight end we're going to talk about later. But I don't think he's going to be a, a huge factor this season, even though I do think he's going to be good. Um I think that I'm going to put, and if you disagree with it, all right, wait, let's say I put somebody in A tier and you put somebody in C. We're putting them in B. Yeah, and I mean, some of that can be a conversation too. Like, yeah, if it's a huge disagreement, sure. man, I want you to convince me. But where you, and I'll, obviously I will say too, just because we are breaking down like 35 guys, um, if, I mean, we might put someone in the B tier, and as we're looking at the list, we might end up moving them up or down. I think mm-hmm. that's totally fine. But to put them in first, Alberto, what do you think? I'm not putting him in A tier, so it's not that serious. Um, but he's a B tier guy for me just because of the upside, and I think he has serious ability. Um, it's kind of hard to start off like this because I didn't want to start off with S tier guys because like we know they're going to be there. Yeah, but I feel like we need to. I kind of want to start off with like a medium of the road guy just to kind of like figure out where we're going to be going with this. But I really yeah. like Albert O and B tier. Okay. Yeah, he's between B and C for me. I'm a little um, concerned about, I don't know, just Russell Wilson with the tight end. He's never been crazy about the tight end position. You know we both love Alberto. I think he last year looked like the best tight end on that offense um, with Noah Fant on there. Um, and honestly, like I was, I bought Alberto in a ton of places after they moved on from Noah Fant and sent him to the Seahawks. Um, but with Greg Dolphins coming in, I think that – unfortunately they may like rub against each other and take a little bit of production. He's getting a lot of hype at training camp too. But again, a lot of the training camp buzz, you can't really count on. Um, he's a freak athlete, 6'5", 260, I believe, like monster of a human being. Like he was even at his limited touches last year, he was almost leading the league in yards after catch for tight end, I believe. Um, so freak athlete, definitely an offensive weapon can block as well. And so, yeah, I like Alberto. Um, we said B tier to start off. Yeah, we'll put him in B, and we'll kind of see where we go from here. We might bump him up, might bump him down. Probably not a bump yeah. up, but you yeah. got. And again, this is 2022. I think he's a breakout candidate for me. I'm, I like him in the B tier. So put him okay. there, man. We can just uh, we can take turns nominating guys. Yeah. Um, well, you you wanted to go middle of the line guy. I think I'm just gonna go and. Go ahead and probably say what I think my number one tight end is. We'll get a little bit of baseline, and we're going to go an S-tier guy. Um, Sawyer, I, you probably know what I'm about to say. Um, it's not maybe what some people would say, but my number one S-tier tight end is going to be George Kittle. Um, I think if we're talking about like actual just pure tight ends, best in the game, Kittle has to be mentioned. I think for fantasy, he gets some hate just because – He's such a good blocker that I think it kind of like shoots him in the foot a couple times um, because he's not out for every pass because he is such a weapon in the blocking game. Um, 6'4", 250, led the league in yard after catch for tight ends 
almost every year he's played. Um, he's going in his year 28. Trey Lance is coming in. I know it's a little bit of a question mark at the QB position, but young QBs love to lead on a tight end. And so I am all in for George Kittle this year. Yeah. So are you adding them to like what tier they are on here? Because I'm not seeing it. Uh, no, I can take it, man. Okay. So what are we uh, what are we thinking for George Kittle? I love it. I mean, he was definitely gonna be an S tier guy for me. Um okay. like you said, we're not just grading like their offensive abilities, I guess. Like, there's gonna be a lot more going into it, but um yeah, I really like him there. He's somebody that was definitely an S tier guy. He's not he's I, I do think he's the best overall tight end, but offensively he's not my favorite. And neither is the guy you're probably thinking of. So but we can move on from that. I love that pick. He's definitely a top three for me. Yeah, I think that's super I think you're on point. He's not like number one at either really um side of the tight end like talent wise. Um, but I feel like he's the best mix of both for me. So yeah, I'm with Kittle you. S tier, both agree. Who are you gonna nominate him? Um, I'm gonna go with I'm kinda going like all over the place. I kinda wanna go even lower than Alberto. Let's talk about CJ Uzama. Um obviously like he was in a fantastic situation with Joe Burrow last year, but I just I do not think he's good personally. And whatever. I mean if you think he is, please let us know. But I just I'm not a big fan of him. Um I'm gonna put him in C tier. Um and I could potentially see myself putting him lower, but I'm gonna start with C tier. What do you think about that, Jacob? Um man, I think we're gonna have to like somebody's gonna go in DNF. Um Uzama is one of those guys that I think is probably close to it. Yeah. Uh, I mean again, we're I mean, we're saying this year I He's a, if you don't know, he was on the Bengals. He's on the Jets now. Um, he is also going to be fighting reps with Tyler Conklin. And that offense has so many weapons that are all reliant on Zach Wilson. You know we love Zach Wilson. It's a few listening to this podcast. But yeah, uh, not crazy uh, trusting in him to run an offense efficiently, spread the ball around. I think Garrett Wilson and Elijah Moore are going to be solid like weapons this year but I don't really see Tyler Conklin or Uzama um, finishing as honestly I'd be surprised if either one of them finishes top 20 top 25 yeah. tight ends um, I mean I personally think that Conklin's gonna win that job yeah I mean Uzama's low C tier for me so I mean if we wanted to put him in D I'd be perfectly good with that yeah I uh, I think we should start off putting him in uh, in D how old is he 29, 30? He's up there. Yeah, I believe so. And I mean, like, he is a solid athlete. I definitely don't want to uh, hate on him too much here. But I'm pulling up real quick. I mean, like, again, last year he had, on the Bengals, he had 490 yards and five touchdowns. Yeah, and you remember he had that one big night on, like, what was it, Thursday Night Football or something where he had, like, 100 yards, two touchdowns. Well, yeah, so four of those cut touchdowns came in two games. Um, two against the Ravens and then two against the Jags. And so – that's saying he only scored touchdowns in three games in a 17-game season. Um, so I, yeah, I really don't – I don't really see the upside um, in, in Uzama. I don't think he's going to do anywhere close to that. I think he's probably going to get 200 or 300 yards this year, yeah. if I'm being honest, maybe three touchdowns. So I would at least put him in, in these here. So right, if you're okay with that, we'll no, that's place him there to start. All right. 
He's nominated D tier. Um, man, this is tough. Who do I want to nominate? I'm gonna uh, the island. Yeah, man, this is tough. I'm gonna let's. I'm gonna pose a question to you, man. Logan Thomas. Okay. Obviously, he's had some success last year. Um, hasn't had stellar quarterback play. Dealt with a lot of injuries. I think Logan Thomas is probably someone that I would lean towards placing at the bottom of this list. What are you thinking about, uh, old Logan Thomas this year? Um, he's D tier for me. Um, I think he has like. He's going to have weeks where he looks like an A-tier guy. He'll never be S-tier. S-tier, I'm, we're probably going to have like three to four guys up there. Absolutely, yeah. If that. If that. Um, yeah, man, to me, he's he's like a low C-tier to me. Um, I think he has, like, he's still going to have some good weeks every now and again, but to me, he's just not that guy. Yeah. So I'm thinking like the C to D range better than Uzama, but like still kind of in the same category. Yeah. I think I'd probably put him D. Um, I think he fits kind of into that same, like I really see him doing too much this year. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Let's put him yeah. in D as well. I'm with you. Who's up next? Who's up next? Let's go ahead and put another guy in. Mm. Let's go ahead and put another guy in S tier. Travis Kelsey. Let's get him out of the way. You know, you've seen what he can do for years and years. And he's he's not the blocker that Kittle is, but he does get too much hate for that. I think he's a pretty decent blocker. Um, But, yeah, Kelsey and S-tier, I think. I, I love it. He's going to have a huge And Can I disagree with you? Yes. I, it was a hot take, uh, and I don't want to come out here with the, with the super hot takes, but – Kelsey's going into his 33, age 33 season. We've never really seen somebody dominate. Um, they don't have the weapons, obviously, with um, Tyreek leaving. I think he's going to be hyper-targeted, but I'm not convinced that he's going to be the same Travis Kelsey. It's like, I mean, honestly, I mean, obviously, he's top three tight ends ever. Like, yeah. one of the best to ever play the game, no question. I don't know if he's going to be able to sustain it because he's going to be the guy the teams like key in on. Like they love to throw. Their running backs are not really up the par. If you look at the league, um, and their offensive weapons, he's got to be their number one. He's going to be the guy that Pat Mahomes is targeting the most. Um, say what you want to about you know Juju Sky Moore MVS. I think again this year, if we're looking at history, easily he's the best in the last decade. Number one. Um, but I think I would lean towards putting him in A tier. I, personally, if it was going to be my list and I, I want us to kind of make a hybrid, I think I would only have two guys in S tier. Um, and you can probably guess who the other one is. We're going to touch on that later. But I would probably lean towards Kelsey being in A tier. Again, I think he's top of the A tier. Uh, but the way I look at like tier lists like this, I'm wanting the – I think Kelsey could still finish as the number one, which is crazy um, at his age. But – I think that this is the year he takes a dip. I think he's still top five, but there's a, there's just a little too much question marks for me um, to put him in S tier. What are you uh, 
What do you think we should do? No, I agree with everything you said. Like, I truly do. But my reasoning for putting him in S is just because he's been that good for so long, and we really haven't seen any regression yet. Do I think we? Do I think it's very possible we will this year? Yes. And for the reasons you said, like, teams are going to key in on him more. But he's been fighting through double teams and stuff for years, and it hasn't stopped him. I, For me, he's S-tier until he's not. That's how I feel about it. Yeah. But, and, man, like – I think there's a couple guys that are going to be in S-tier, like Kittle and maybe one or two more that I like more. Yeah. But I still think he's just so elite until he's not. Yeah. So. Man, I agree. Um, let's put him S tier for now. Yeah, we can go back and make changes for sure. Once we, yeah, once we get to like the guy, other guy that I'm talking about, we can kind of get more of a. Uh, you know what? Not nah, let's just do this right now. Yeah, Man, I think if it was up to me, the S tier would just be George Kittle and Mark Andrews. Yes. Um, man, Mark Andrews is 26 years old, right? Absolute monster last year. Led that offense. Bro, the catches um, he was making last year. Remember that, like, bomb that he got, like, tackled and, like, caught it on his back with his left hand? Absolutely. He's a monster. Insane. Like, playmaker, every level of his game is solid. He is, like, living up. Last year was his breakout. Absolutely. Oh, he's an absolute playmaker, man. Um, I really don't think that we've seen everything that Mark Andrews is capable of. He's still got room to develop into that, like, peak tight end age at – age 26, I'm a big fan um, of Mark Andrews. No debate here. For me, he's my – he's it's him or Kittle, and it's close. Yeah, me. I mean, I, I fully agree. And, I mean, honestly, again – Kittle like, blocking barely gives him the edge. But offensively, Andrews is number one for me. Okay, listen to this. You ready? Mark Andrews, what do you think he rated – ranked last year by PFF on run blocking. No idea, honestly. Number three. Bro. So it's, it's not just offensive weapon. Like he is I, a I knew, I knew he was good. I knew he was good. So like do we consider him putting him like as the guy above Kittle? I mean he's yeah, I mean again, like if I'm talking S tier, like those are the guys that I'm not there's not a whole lot of like distinction like i'm taking either one of those guys and they're my number one um and again like if i'm picking between personally this is me if i'm picking between travis kelsey and mark andrews there's it's no it's no debate like oh, i won't 100 yeah um kittle's the same way if i'm picking between kittle and kelsey personally for me this year i'm i'm going kittle um i feel like i'm going to rely on him a lot this year yeah, I agree. So, yeah, Mark Andrews is actually PFF's top graded tight end overall last year. Yeah, I mean, and he's my number one. Anything, I don't see anything changing this year for that. I was wanting to nominate him, but that's okay. So, again, he's easy S tier. What are we doing with Travis Kelsey? Do you see Travis Kelsey as right up in that absolute top tier with Kittle and Andrews this year? Or do you think we should keep him in A? Okay, so I'm, I'm not – I don't think I'm going to put anyone else in this tier – um yeah this is it for me s is that's in my opinion that's closed i I still think we need to wait and see what a tier looks like because 
I kind of have an idea of the guys that are going to be there, but we might look at it later and think, okay, Kelsey's still like way better than these guys. Yeah, no, that that's cool. Let, let's fill out some A tier and then we'll come back to Kelsey at the end. How about that? Yeah. All right, you're up for nomination. All right, let's let's take it down a notch. How about it? Let's talk about rookie. Let's have some. Do it, man. Obviously, we can't really. I feel like for the most part, I'm going to put rookies in like C tier, like just because we don't know. At least, yeah, they're just trying to figure out. There's no Kyle Pitts. And again, rookies, like if you know anything about tight end rookies, they take time to develop. Yeah, so that's That's definitely something we want to keep in mind. There's no Kyle Pitts here. Um, but the rookie I want to talk about is Trey McBride. Um, out of Colorado State, he is fantastic. If you've watched his highlights, he's just he was unanimous All American last year. I mean, he was just he was that guy. Um. I think it's a really good pickup for the Cardinals. I think they found their tight end for the future whenever Ertz is done, who we will talk about later. I like Ertz still, but God, I love Trey McBride. I think he, even behind Ertz by the end of the season, could end up in B tier. Um, I'm not going to put him there yet just because he hasn't played a snap in the NFL. Um, but I'm going to put him in C tier for now just because I think his upside is just really, really good. Um I don't think he'll ever be like a Mark Andrews level, but I think he'll be like a solid, like high B, low A guy his whole career. Like a Zach Ertz, basically, like kind of a Zach Ertz type guy. They're really similar to the way they play. I think him learning behind Ertz will be really good for him as well. So, yeah, I mean, I honestly, so again, Nuke is out for the first six games for PEDs. So, I mean, that's going to be no question there. Um, we didn't even mention this, but Hollywood got arrested for criminal speeding. I don't think it's actually going to affect him. I don't no, think they actually he's already at practice anything. and everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but still. So, I mean, he could miss a week for, like, you know, tarnishing the shield. I doubt it's going to happen. But even still, like, Hollywood is a smaller player. I think they could um, feel the need to work in some bigger guys, run more of a two-tight end set. Yep. I would love to see that personally. I want to see Trey. I just want to see him on the field. Absolutely, and I and I love what you're saying that he could really just earn his reps um, behind Zach Ertz. I think me and you are probably going to have a tendency in this to overrate rookies. Yeah. Um, but man, McBride was my probably he's second or third for me out of this class um, for tight ends, and so I like it a lot. I'll uh, for right now, I agree with you. Let's put him in C tier. I just feel like C tier is safe for somebody with his upside. Yeah. I so. agree. No, I think it's great. Um, all right, let's fill out some of this ace here. I would like to nominate Kyle Pitts for sure. For ace here, for sure. I think that Kyle Pitts uh, really his he speaks for himself. Um, he might not be as good as some of the other guys on this list in blocking, but I think he the way that they're going to use him, he is such a weapon that he has to like he has to still be recognized as one of the yeah. Um, the best tight ends in the game. I think he, in my opinion, man, he's a better blocker than people give him credit to. I think he's not as like traditionally built like a blocker as some of these tight ends are. Um, but I really think that he he, he's still, if you watch him play, absolutely. And if you watch him play, man, he puts the effort in. And that's the biggest thing. Like he's got fight in him. He's not one of those guys that's going to let people go by. Um, Again, like he is a weaker pass blocker, 
But in my opinion, he is the number one as far as like offensive weapons at the tight end position. I don't think there is literally, I don't think there's anyone else in the NFL that can do what he can do um, purely offensively as a weapon. I think obviously he's in an Atlanta offense, whether it's Ritter or Mariota throwing him the ball, that's definitely going to limit him. But again, like situation definitely plays into this, but I want to mainly focus on like who are these players. I don't know if he's going to break out this year fully. Kyle Pitts is a generational player. Mm-hmm. I don't think he's getting near the respect. It, la- I mean, again, how many touchdowns did he get last year? One. One. If he would have gotten five touchdowns, which is, I mean, like, if you watch the play, easily could have gotten five touchdowns last yeah. year. If he would have gotten five touchdowns, we would be talking about Kyle Pitts totally differently. He still had one of the best rookie seasons in NFL history. Because, again, they don't usually break out like this. He played in 15 games, and he had 1,026 yards and almost 70 receptions. People don't have, unless you're DJ Moore, people don't have 1,000 yards and only one touchdown. And so, man, I think he is going to either this year or next year break out. I'm counting on this year just because they didn't really have anybody else they were guarding last year yeah. since um, um, Calvin Ridley went out. And so – I think with Drake London there this year, he's going to pull off the defense a little bit. So I think I would easily put Kyle Pitts in my A tier. Yeah, I mean, I think he could easily sneak into S potentially by the end of the season. Um, yeah, I think I next year he gets out on receiver as well. What I meant to say was one thing with his blocking that you don't always get with other tight ends is his ability to block at the second level really well just because of how athletic he is. Absolutely. Like there's clips of – some of these tight ends trying to get to a linebacker and they're just not fast enough or even like yeah. the safety and Pitts gets out there. And like you said, he just, when he's on the field, he's going to give it all he has. And most of these guys do, but you sure. know, with him, it's just different. And I don't know why I feel like we have these Uber athletic tight ends and people like just assume that they can't pass block. Um, and I think he just, some guys look different with their weight. And build like he's six six two fifty, yeah. But he still looks like a receiver, and so people automatically assume that he can't pass block. Mm-hmm. He's not one of the best pass blockers. I don't think he's top ten, but he's no. up there, and he doesn't get credit for it. So easy A tier. He's still what twenty two, so he has tons of time to develop. Bro, he's twenty one. Yeah. So yeah, and he'll be going into twenty. I mean, he's he's a, a child, and he's already doing what he's doing now. So yeah, I can't wait. I like it. A tier for sure. Probably top of A. Yeah, easily top of A. So, and again, that's kind of what I'm saying. In my opinion, and I feel like it's probably we're going to come back to this a few times in the podcast. In my opinion, I'm flip flopping Travis Kelsey and Kyle Pitts this year for me. Like, you're kind of getting one player that I think is going to go on the decline, and you're getting another player who I think is going to take a big step up. And yeah. so that's why I would say, like, Kyle Pitts, there's too many question marks to put him at S tier, but I would flip flop him with Kelsey. We'll see. So, who you want to nominate? Uh, I want to nominate Gamecock legend Hayden Hurst. Ooh, for B tier. Um, B tier. Yeah. Could potentially very easily end up in A. Um, obviously wow. he's a Bengal now. Um, he has shown that he can be a playmaker, both in Atlanta and Baltimore. He didn't do too much in Baltimore, but he looked decent in Atlanta. Um. But, gosh, man, I think this could be big for him. I mean, you saw what Uzama was able to do, who I think is terrible. 
But you saw what he was able to do with Joe Burrow and that offense. I mean, this could be huge. This could be huge for him, truly. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm a big fan of Hayden Hurst. Um, I think he's kind of had a tough go in the NFL. I don't think he's ever really been given the chance to really shine. I think he's pretty underrated, in my opinion. Um, last year, he was on the Ravens, is that right? No, he was on the Yeah, Falcons. he's been on the – Huh? He was on the Falcons last year. Oh, he started off on the Ravens. Sorry, yeah. so – he was behind Kyle Pitts last year. Didn't do a whole lot. I got it pulled up now. Only had about 220 yards, um, 26 receptions. I think he's going to be leading on one of the best offenses um, in the NFL, leading the tight end position there with the Bengals. I'm a little worried just the amount of weapons that the yeah. Bengals have and the way they get all those guys involved. I mean, if you look at the receptions, tree, I feel like he's fifth on their list. I mean, I would still put obviously Chase and T above him. I think Tyler Boyd is probably right in there with him, but the way they use Mixon, I feel like he's fourth or fifth on that receiving tree. And Mm -hmm. my biggest thing that kind of makes me worry about um, Hayden Hurst is just Zach Taylor, the way that he runs that offensive slowly. I think they might air it out more this year, but they don't really make a lot of play or like, just play at high speed, so that's less plays, less opportunities. He is right on the edge of B and C for me. Um, I view him similar to a guy like Alberto. So I think right now, again, I think we could put him in B and then think about it. Yeah. All right. All right, man, I am going to nominate. Man, I'm going to make a hot take. I think looking at our list like right now, um, we might want to move like B, C, and D down one. I think we need a. I think we need a tier between Kyle Pitts and Alberto. Like, I yeah, feel like yeah. that's just a big jump for me. Um, and I think that's when it's tough looking at like when I usually think about tiers, I think of like one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. So it's not like we're saying, oh, they're a B player. Um, but See, I that, think that's it's probably hard about like, doing this live. Is like, yeah, it is. Yeah, I feel like because Alberto and Kyle Pitts are not close. Yeah, I'm gonna and again we can we can change this later. I'm gonna move these guys down one, um, and then we can just take a take a look at how we feel later and adjust if we want to. No, I think that's fine with me, honestly. All right. So with that being said, I think I want to nominate Zach Ertz, um, and I want to vote that we put him in B tier. Um, man, if you look what Zach Ertz did at the end of last year. Uh, before he got traded, he was um, really just not doing a whole lot. So beside Dallas, behind Dallas Goddard, who I think is an absolute stud. Um, and so wasn't doing too much in that offense. The Cardinals picked him up. And, man, after he joined the Cardinals, he was electric. Um, he is entering into his age 32 season this year. Um, but if you look at his stats for last year, after he joined the team, he just went on a run. Um, I mean, he was averaging about between 50 and 100 yards um, tearing up the touchdowns. He was a tight end one in fantasy for the end of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, he finished the year, only played 11 games, and finished with almost 600 yards. And so I think Ertz, I don't see any reason why they can't do it again. We talked about uh, McBride already, and I think, again, step, he's going to be playing behind Ertz. I think they'll start to work him in more in the season, but I think Ertz is definitely going to lead that room yeah. um, this year. And so, again, he's older. He's one of those guys that we're talking about this season. 
in a yeah. couple of years, I don't think we're really going to be talking about Zach Ertz. But for this season, I would think that he's probably a B-tier player. Oh, I love it, for sure. I really do. All right. What you think? Um, I want to talk about a guy that is is well-liked by one of, our, one of our friends, Noah Boa. Let's talk about Patty Touchdowns. Ooh. I think he's a B-tier guy. Um, Pat. To me, he looked so good his rookie year. He truly did. Um, I liked him out of college. He popped up in our Madden franchises from like 2018, just like in our yes. three years down the road. He was already like that guy. I, I, I'm big on it. Um, I think he's going to be good. He's a really good option. He's a he's a good blocker. I love him. He is. He I is a great blocker. I think B tier is. It could be underselling him by the end of the season. Yeah, man, I'm anything that I said about him, I think is more gonna reflect on his situation. Um, anything right. negative. For sure. I am like massive fan of Pat Fryermuth. I think if Kyle Pitts just didn't exist, we would have been talking about Pat like we've been talking about Kyle Pitts. Um, again, I think Kyle Pitts is generational. I don't remember ever seeing a tight end really act or played like him. And so Pat Frymuth kind of got a little bit of a, a lesser hand just because of that. But man, six foot five, two sixty, like you said, ridiculous blocker. Mm-hmm. Um, just a touchdown monster last year. Really had a nose for the end zone. He finished the year with five hundred yards and seven touchdowns, with a corpse of Ben Roethlisberger throwing him the football. Yeah, at least a corpse of that arm. And so the again the offense. I don't want to lean too much into that on this episode, but the offense is not going to be great this year. I don't really see uh, them scoring a whole lot of touchdowns. I um, don't think that offense is going to be too efficient. It's, that's what worries me, but man, I don't see any reason to think that he's not going to do the same thing he did last year. He is a uh, baller. I think he's going to be a guy that we're going to talk about for a long time moving forward. And so I think he's easily one of those B tier players. I think we're just going to be waiting on a breakout from him. Um, even more than we did last year. And so I think in the next couple of years, he's going to be able to really like cement himself into that oh, yeah. uh, B-tier, A-tier side player. Love it. All right, um, man, let's uh, let's talk about an interesting one. Dalton Schultz. What do we think about Dalton Schultz for this year? Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously he's on a ridiculously good offense, I think. Um, yeah, I mean... I feel like for me, this is one of the guys that I talked about before the show. We were talking about, like, what are we using to kind of think about these guys? Are we we saying, like, the athlete themselves, or are we talking about their situation? Yeah. And I want to lean towards the athlete, but if you're asking me, is Dalton Schultz a top 10, like, tight end athletically at his position? I'd say no, no in a heartbeat. But in the situation that he's in, man, I think he's got all potential in the world to be a top five tight end. Yeah. Um, you look at the Cowboys offense. I mean, obviously they traded Amari Cooper. Um, CD Lamb is really going to be uh, hopefully leading that team. I'm not crazy on CD Lamb. I think he just hasn't really done it for me in the NFL. Um, Schultz was a monster last year. Um, had just teared up, tore up it on touchdowns. Um, he finished the year with 78 receptions for 800 yards and eight touchdowns. That's solid. Um, and so absolutely solid. And again, that's with a much more developed wide receiver class uh, or wide receiver room. They're going in with CD to start the season and then a 
Unfortunately, James Washington went out last week with a season-ending injury. Michael Gallup had a pretty nasty injury towards the end of last year, so he's definitely not going to be starting the season. And so, yeah, I mean, you're talking about Jalen Tolbert probably being their wide receiver too, which we like Jalen Tolbert. Not really a guy you want to lead your offense, though. And so I think they're going to have to lean in Dalton Schultz even more in the receiving game this year. Uh, You know, I love Tony Pollard. I'm looking for him to get involved. But I really think for this year on the franchise tag, Schultz is going to be electric. I would probably say that Schultz is an A-tier player. Yeah, I like it. All right. Who you got? Um... Who do I want to go after now? Let's talk about Tommy Trimble. Um, I like Tommy Trimble, but I don't like him that much. He's D tier for me right now. Yeah, man, it hurts me. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, I'm a fan of the guy. I just don't see him being anything special, and I feel like B. S, A, and B are, like, guys who, like, I've seen sparks of and, like, guys that, like, I've seen do it. For me, C tier is guys who I think can do it. And D and F are just, like, I just don't see it. Yeah. So, I mean, I I think Tommy, like, I think he can be good, but I don't think he'll ever be special. And that's why I'm putting him here. Yeah, man. I mean, like, I'm a Panthers fan. You know that. But he's, he's between D and F for me. Yeah, he, um, I love him as an athlete. He's a heck of a blocker. Um, I've seen nothing that really says that he's going to be productive. Uh, yeah, and, and again, like, last year was his rookie year. Go ahead. These DNF guys are just so like a big thing that stands out to me when we rank these are like I look at these guys and I'm think the they could so easily be replaced. Yeah, and that's just how I feel about Trimble. So yeah, I agree. Yeah, I totally agree. Yeah, we'll put him at D for right now. He's a yeah. guy that I think could develop, but for right now, it's 2022 season. I think he's a D. Yeah. Um, we are sitting at like 45 minutes, and so let's just try to – you want to try to run through a couple names real quick? And we'll yeah, let's, let's, down let's, a little get, bit. let's just go ahead and spit out some names. All right, um, let's try to spit some out. We talked about Tyler Conklin. Um, we had CJ Uzama earlier in the F tier now that we adjusted it just a little bit. What are you thinking about Tyler Conklin? Um. He's C tier for me. Like, C tier, yeah, just one of those guys. Like, like we said, like there's potential. I've seen good weeks. Nothing special. I don't think he'll ever be anything special. C tier. Yeah, I think for me, honestly, I would honestly probably lean towards D tier just because I think they're gonna, I think they're gonna vulture themselves. Um, That's good with me. You, you sure? We'll we'll leave him in D. We'll we'll keep moving if we want to move up later. We can. Uh, I was in the middle, so that works for me. Yeah, it's just I, I haven't seen it. Like, he was good yeah. last year on the Vikings, but they didn't have anybody else in that room worth anything. Yeah. Um, they have so a put him there right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, talk about Les Tucker here. Irv Smith. Okay. Yeah. Um, Irv Smith, Vikings. C tier. Could be – could work his way up to B. I mean, he, he was so good in college, and I think he has a lot of potential. So, I think C tier is safe there. Just injury problems always with him, so – yeah, man. I mean, people were talking about him breaking out for a long time yeah. before uh, the injury, obviously, which cut him short last year. Um, missed the season. I think he could definitely break out this year. We'll put him in C now. He's one of those guys. 
in a year or two, athletic monster, he could be a B tier player. For sure, for sure. Let's go to uh, Daniel Bellinger. This is the guy that we project to be probably getting the majority of the snaps for the Giants. Um, rookie, really like Daniel Bellinger. Um, he was one of, honestly, my favorite guys coming out of uh, college this year. Um, he's just an all-around solid tight end. He played at uh, San Diego State, and so a lot of people maybe you haven't seen him play. He is worth going to check out. Um, he checks off all the boxes, um, six foot five, just monster of a receiver and a blocker. He was in my top three as far as tight ends coming in. Um, he's taken in the fourth round by the Giants. They moved Evan Ingram in the offseason. And so, yeah, I think I, for this season, it's just hard for rookies to really make an impact. Um, yeah. I would probably lean D tier just because I think he's going to be playing, but I really don't think he's going to be making too much of an impact. Yeah, I think, like you said, I mean, he's – he could be special, but there's just no way to tell right now. D tier, yeah. Um, speaking of Evan Ingram, oh, sure. since we just mentioned him, I say we could talk about. I mean, he's been a bust. I mean, what else is there to say? There was a lot of potential out of college with him. You know, he was really good at Ole Miss, but lots of drop balls, lots of missed blocks, all kinds of stuff in New York. I mean, bad situation for sure. But I think he's D tier for me. Yeah, I. Evan Ingram is tough. Um, yeah. I lean D or C. I think he's honestly, for me, he's in a similar boat to like Hayden Hurst, to be honest. I think Hayden Hurst is a better overall tight end, but Evan Ingram has a ton of athletic ability if he can oh, yeah. catch footballs. And I think the Jags are really going to be figuring out that offense. Um, they also have Dan Arnold. I think Evan Ingram is going to be a better tight end than Dan Arnold. So, so how about we year, do? Let's put Ingram and C and Dan Arnold and D. Bet. Let's do it right now. That, no, put Dan Arnold and F. Great. What are we talking about? Yeah, I I just don't see it right now. Um, I like Dan Arnold, honestly, but for this season, I think I don't think he's going to be doing too much. I think Ingram's going to really take control of that job, and yeah. that offense is not going to sustain more than one tight end. So I like. Uh, Dan Arnold in the F tier. All right, let's talk about an A tier guy real quick. Darren Waller. I mean, yeah, he he is special. He he's one of yep. the guys that we talk about. You know, just could easily pop off and end up in. I, I think he's still a few steps away from S tier, but he's going to have S tier weeks, and I think that easily puts him in A for me. Yeah, man, I'm I'm excited to see this Raiders offense. We've talked a lot about that division, but, man, I can't wait. Um, he was already just a problem on defense, and the only guy really taking uh, the defense off of him was Hunter Renfro. Love Hunter Renfro, great route runner, but he's not really a huge guy that you're going to worry about keying in on. And so yeah. Darren Waller is really their biggest threat on the offense, and he was still an absolute monster. Devontae Adams – You've got to adjust your entire scheme to try to mm-hmm. uh, defend Devontae Adams, especially. I mean, he's going to go in with already chemistry with Derek Carr. And so I think Darren Waller is going to run wild um, just off of lining up against linebackers. Yeah. Um, I'm really excited to see him. I think, like you said, this is a guy that's capable of S-tier weeks. He can win you a league or a week easily in dynasty uh, or fantasy. I think that he's going to be a great player this year. Again, I think he's honestly underrated just because a lot of people are focusing on Adams. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. 
Um, let's talk about something that kind of makes me sad, but at the same time, not really because of the situation. Um, let's talk about Noah Fant in Seattle. Pretty bad situation. Um, he's the third option on that team easily. Um, I mean, if you include Rashad Penny, the fourth, I mean, it depends. I don't know how that offense is going to work, to be honest. Um, for me, I think he's a low C-tier guy. But Noah Fant has been so good. Uh, he could he could be in B, but gosh, I'm just I'm so worried about like if he's even going to be that big of a factor in Seattle. So yeah, I mean, what is the Seattle offense going to look yeah, like? like? There's no way I mean, they're going to they're going to hammer the ball. Fant is one of those guys, man. I own him in so many leagues because I want him to do well. Like athletic freak, more of a receiver than a blocker, but yeah. I mean, just monster on the offensive side. Um, and you know I want him to be good. Absolutely. I mean, it, we were talking about a Noah Fant breakout for years now. And yeah. So, freaking college, want him to do well. I don't think it's this year. I think the Seattle Seahawks are going to be taken. I think they're going to probably take a quarterback high in the first round next year. You know, Smith is not going to sustain Noah Fant. And so, C-tier is good with me. Um, yeah. Man, let's talk about – I said we talk about his college teammate. TJ Hawkins. I was literally had a highlighted connection there. I think TJ is B tier for me. Um, I think he is could be again A tier, but he's just he's inconsistent. His season last year was a huge letdown for me. Yeah, I mean, like I had so much high hopes for TJ Hawkinson, but there was nothing else on that on that offense. Well, Amon Ra ended up being pretty good, but like there just wasn't anything. For competition, and there's honestly more weapons there this year. So, if he could get Absolutely. it done last year, I don't see him getting it done this year. I think D tier is really good for him. Absolutely, um, I think he has A tier talent, but I just don't think he'll ever get to that point. Yeah, I mean, I, he's been somebody's heart. I mean, he broke out in his rookie year, and so you love to see that. But yeah, I mean, he's just not a guy that I think is really in his offense. Um, Amon Ross took a huge step up. Jamison Williams. Obviously love him. DeAndre yeah. Swift is such a threat in the receiving game that I don't think Jared Goff is really going to be enough to take him into the A tier. And so, like you said, I think the reason he's solidified in B, could not drop him below that, is because as a tight end, like prospect, monster, A tier. Um, but I think just recent play inconsistency, I'm putting B tier. Yeah. Um, man, next, let's talk about uh, – man, I'm going to bring up Johnny Smith, and this hurts me. Um, I hope I'm wrong about this, but I'm putting Johnny at F tier if I had to. Yeah. Um, they're just uh, the Pats are such a run offense, man. Coming out of Tennessee, I had super high hopes. They paid him and Hunter Henry so much money, um, but he really was just not used correctly for some mm-hmm. reason. Um, he was blocking a lot more than he was catching passes. Uh, just did not have a great year, and so I would probably say he's F tier for me, dude. I remember the first play I ever saw him make was that 80-yard touchdown when he was in Tennessee on yes. that screen pass, and I was like, okay, this yes. guy's special. And I don't know. It just never happened. So I, I like that spot. Speaking of um, Hunter Henry, I think he's a C-tier for me. Yeah. Um, man, yeah, I'd say C-tier. I, I, I really like Hunter Henry a lot. I think, again, he's a touchdown just machine. Um just out of curiosity, I feel like I'm quizzing you today. Man, how many touchdowns did Hunter Henry have last year? Eight. I'm going to say eight. 
I feel like it could be more. Lock him in eight? Yeah, I'll say eight. Bro. Hunter Henry had nine touchdowns last year. (laughs) (laughs) Off 600 yards. And so we're talking about guys like Kyle Pitts having over 1,000 and only getting one. He just has – that's part of his game. The Patriots target him in the end zone. Um, He had multiple games with more than one touchdown and just went on a streak for touchdowns in the early part of the season. Yeah, so I remember that. He's, I think that's just the way that he's such a threat in the end zone keeps him in the C tier, even though they, they're they just such a run-heavy team. Yeah. All right, uh, man, we are at an hour now. Um, you want to make this a two-parter and cover the rest in a part two? Yeah, let's do it. All right, we'll release these. Left. I don't want to rush yeah, through Yeah, yeah, we've got a good bit. I don't want to rush through them. There's definitely some guys that I want to talk through. Um, I'm going to quickly run down our tier list real quick, and then we're going to close it out. Man, this has been fun, and I don't want to keep the people waiting. And so we're going to pop this out pretty early in the week. We're shooting to get this released on Monday, and I'll go ahead and release it next on Tuesday. But at S tier. Hold on, hold on. Looking at A tier, I think we can bump Kelsey down to the top of A tier. I think he's top of A tier. Man, I like it. I still think he's better than Pitts, Schultz, Waller, but – I I don't think he's where Kittle and Andrews are. I don't think anybody is. So yeah, I, I agree. And this is man, I want to differentiate from the masses. And so yeah, I like it a lot, man. All right. So with that move, we are looking at S tier being George Kittle, Mark Andrews, A tier, Travis Kelsey, Kyle Pitts, Dalton Schultz, Darren Waller, B tier, Zach Ertz, Toe Tap, Pat, TJ Hawkinson. Uh, tier C, Albert O, Hayden Hurst, Irv Smith, Evan Ingram, Noah Fant, Hunter Henry with the biggest tier. Um, tier D, you got a couple of rookies, a couple of guys that we're just not crazy about. Trey McBride, Daniel Bellinger, Tommy Tremble, and Tyler Conklin. And then rounding out with the F tier, we've got CJ Uzama, Logan Thomas, Dan Arnold, and John Smith. Still got a lot of big names that we are excited to get into, and we will talk about those um, on the next pod, which hopefully will come out the day after you're listening to this. But, Saul, anything you want to say before we close out? Mark Andrews is the best tight end in the NFL. If you want to debate it, come at me. That's all I got to say. The people approve. All right, we will talk to you guys very soon. Thanks for listening. We appreciate you all. See you later.